Hi there, it's Martin Wardle from Robson Adler. Um, we thought we'd pull together some videos on how some of our clients and contacts and friends of Robson Adler are coping with the current COVID-19 crisis. Um, first up, we've got Dave Collins here. Uh, Dave's been a client for at least 25 years that I'm aware of. Is that about right, Dave? 25 years, seems a long time. Uh, it's, about, <laughs> it's about that. Um, uh -huh. I, I know you're certainly client in 93 when I started, so... Uh, Jerry Crichton. Jerry Crichton. Uh, I think you so were just a young, young, a young starter when 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 we started using Robson Laidler. Well, I was def I was definitely younger than I am now. That's for sure. It's <laughs> probably half half the age, if if not more. So, Dave, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and um, what your business does or did? Yeah, sure. Um, I run two businesses. I run a business called DC Plastic Handwheels, which was uh, where initial startup business where. Uh, go around the country fitting plastic handrail on tops of uh, installed handrails. Uh, I've got a couple of guys that do that now because uh, after doing that for about 10 years, I started my mainframe business, which is DC handrails and ironwork parts, uh, which basically is a big B&Q warehouse now selling metalwork parts to fabrication and engineering companies. Right. And what's, who are your main customers, Dave? The public or other trades? Um, Main customers are fabrication companies and engineering companies, but a lot of the products we do sell uh, are, you know, we do sell direct to the uh, to uh, direct customers that just come in from the counter to a public, etc. But in the main, they're uh, fabrication companies. Right. Okay. How long? We've just been trying to work out how long we've been going, but at least twenty-seven um, years. I think twenty-seven years. Yeah. I think oh, it's so, so uh, right. I think 27 years I started DC Plastics, and then uh, when we set up DC Handrails and Ironwork Parts, uh, we split the two companies. We split it into two limited companies, and yes. uh, I still operate them both. Right, okay. And what was business like before COVID-19? I mean, what was your 2019 like? Was everything looking good? I know, I know. Well, we you, you, we've well, actually the ironwork side. A DC plastic handrails is uh, just steady away. Very, very, you know, it sort of tends to do the same sort of business every year. Uh, but DC handrails and ironwork parts uh, just just accelerated. Basically, um, we we just had growth uh, increase every year on year. Uh, highlighted yeah. by the fact we, we keep making uh, um, Ward Hathaway, Ward Hathaway the, fastest 50. The fastest 50, yeah. The last six, six years in a row now. Right. Um, which shows that the, the company is growing because of the way that um, that awards is put together. It's based on um, growth, isn't it? Yeah, it's yes, size, it's, it's, it's based growth. on growth. Yeah. Based on growth, yeah. Good. So obviously, you know, this COVID-19, it, it hit the news before the new year to be fair but didn't yeah. quite hit us for quite a while after when did you first start to think it might be an issue well obviously it was an issue to us pretty much straight away because um, a lot of our products come from china i've got a big uh, big supply chain coming out of china um and obviously that, that ship ch ch uh, supply chain was badly affected whereby factories were being closed down and uh, orders we had on we had placed while being put on hold. It, it uh, coincided with the Chinese New Year, which is basically where China shuts down, like our Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so it was, a, it was like a double whammy, really, because you had them on holiday, plus you had the factories all closed down. So it ended up that we were getting a backlog of orders 
uh, starting to pile up. Uh, and also bear in mind, uh, a lot of our orders were basically paying a big cash deposit up front as well. Uh, yeah. Our our business is all self-funded. We don't um, we don't have any sort of overdraft facilities or anything with the banks. Um, purely because of uh, we've kept reinvesting with profits year upon year to build up uh, good capital within the business. Well, obviously, if they, this stuff had stopped coming in, you would have you'd run out of stock. But yes, so have, absolutely. Have you, have, you, have you now got the reverse, though, Dave? Because you're not selling now, presumably. Um, orders well, about we, the land, or leading up till about um, two weeks ago, even till last week. Uh, the, the phone was still ringing. It's just as hot. Um, it was, the, the order levels were still as good. But I would say from this week going forward, the orders will now start dropping off. Simply because yeah. the majority of people that we deal with, i.e. fabrication companies, they're, they're closing down. They're not yeah. able to get on the building sites. They're not able to get on the, uh, people's, people's housings, to, uh, do jobs, etc. Because people don't just want like workmen on the houses and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. In the premises, and it's it just you know, I think that I think the government and media have done a great job of doing a lot of scaremongering to get people <laughs> to sort of listen to their sort of advice, etc. Yeah. But uh, what's well, interesting it, today, because I think I think there's been a government minister today insist that building sites don't have to close. It's just you have right. to keep social distancing. So whether or not that'll actually help, well, I, I don't I, actually I, understand how that could work. I don't, I don't. The guy obviously hasn't been on a business, uh, on a building site before well, then. Poss possibly not for a long time, but we'll keep out of politics if we can't. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about politics, otherwise you'll never get me off. That's uh, right. But uh, just, on, just on about building sites, uh, obviously DC plastic handrails, uh, as I explained before, what we do is we go, around, we go around sites and we fit plastic handrail on tops of handrails that have been installed by fabrication companies. And obviously, this is on like new housing, hotels, commercial properties, offices, um, yeah. and obviously all those sites have closed. So basically, bars, restaurants, yeah, all bar things like that. Um, so basically, my two lads that just got no work at all. So I mean, it, it was very difficult going up to somebody. Malcolm, we main fitter. He's been with me for twenty three years, and uh, you know, I mean, he's you know, he's got he's got his bills to pay, etc., and just have to. Uh, Pull them off, and it's you know I know it's it's been covered partly by the government, but um, it's very difficult for him. He's quite an active lad as well, and it's just like you know it's 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 difficult, you know. Absolutely. Son, yeah. his, his son is the actual other lad in, in, in the two guys that work for me, so it's a household thing for it's them, you both, know. Both of them, yeah. So must yeah, so sooner they get sooner we get back, the better, really. But you know, I I don't think it's just going to happen straight away it's going to be a quite a long drawn out thing in my opinion well i think the more people think like that um what we might have is a release of the lockdown even if it did happen yes. in three weeks people won't yes. just start spending money straight away no so yeah there's going to be a long tail i think to this no matter how long the lockdown is so i mean it, it doesn't sound like you've got the kind of business where your employees could work from home even if they wanted to then I mean, um, what, got, what, what's your workforce? You've, you've covered the yeah, plastics. What's your other yeah. side? Is that a bunch of warehouse lads? Well, we, and... I was ahead of the curve, to be honest, because I had a feeling that it was coming. So um, the rumours were rife from the workforce. We've got a workforce of about uh, 25. 
a big majority of those are warehouse workers. Uh, I've got a small sales team and I've got a graphic designer who does all the marketing and uh, looks after all the catalog images and catalog work, etc. Um, and one main admin lady. Uh, so basically, there was only really the graphic designer who could automatically work from home. That's straightforward. Yeah. Um, some of the sales lad could, could possibly work from home, but... Um, it would take a lot of setting up really software and uh, computer stuff to uh, to get that working properly. So it's that's not really feasible. And obviously the warehouse lads, that's not feasible at all because it's like no. they're basically just going around the warehouse picking orders and, and packing orders and stuff like that, you know, uh, taking and, and, stock in. And if the orders aren't there, you don't need the work, the warehouse lads. That's correct. So, so you that's don't correct. need the sales team, do you? So. That's correct. Uh. So, so, so what happened to... was... We were ahead of the curve in the fact that I, I actually called a meeting before there was any announcements by the government right. uh, because I think a few of the lads were worried about the jobs. And uh, I basically said to them, look, I said, we've got like quite a bit of a buffer here where I can guarantee you there's not going to be anybody losing the jobs here. And right. then all of us, the, the about two days later, the government announced the, uh, the sort of furlough and the support and all this, um, which, which relieved a lot of the guys. But then you had the situation where I think some guys thought it was a pretty cushy out, a cushy outlet. Then you know what I mean? They were like, yeah. oh, I'm just home and I'm getting paid for nothing." But until well, reality, until reality set in and they understood how it how it actually really is in real life, when yeah. you maybe forced to be at home with doing things that you don't particularly want to do, and I'm, you know, everybody's got families, etc. But uh, when you're not used to that and you've got two kids running around, etc., and trying to keep them happy and, and amused and educated and things like this. It's very difficult, like, for a lot of yeah. people. Well, there was, a, there was a YouGov survey published um, last week. I can't remember the exact stat, but it said something like 70% um, of people would rather be furloughed and get 80% of the pay than work for 100% of pay. So the, well, it, let's it's, see. Quite in, it's quite interesting. Of course, let's see how that, that pans let's out see if that's. Let's see if that survey, if it's done again in three months' time, if the result's the same. And I'd like to put a wager that it's not the same result. Do you think, do you think it sounds better than it is? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> so just expanding a bit further of how I handled it, Martin, is yeah. uh, I then called a couple of big meetings where um, I tried to like, sort of get a feel of what people's reactions were. Um, I didn't want people thinking that one person was getting an offer that wasn't available to them. Uh, yeah. that one person was being looked after better than another person. Uh, so then once I got the vibe of people, um, I actually then got them individually. Um, I got a little bit of a man management sort of uh, experience from running football teams and etc. And you have to just treat each individual differently because people are yeah. different. So basically, I got everyone uh, singular and, uh, and tried to get them to be totally honest with me. You know, be honest of their situation, how they've seen it, if they felt it would be, you know, even better for them if they were furloughed, etc. But at the end of the day, I was the only person that was going to have to make that decision, and I was quite prepared to do it. But I yeah. wanted to make the right decision for each individual. I knew yeah. I had to... I knew I had to release so many of them. Uh, one, to protect the cash flow of the company, and two, to protect their jobs long term. 
quite yeah. simple, really. You know, it's just pure logic. Uh, yeah. And the big factor I was giving to them, because I'm pretty confident of this, is that once we get back to running normal or with, you know, nearly normal, I have no intention of losing one person from my team. You know, I'm basically giving them that guarantee so they can rest assured, you know, that they're not being picked out to be sort of laid yeah. off. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of time, a lot of effort putting a team together, which I'm very, very proud of, and from every one of them, and it doesn't matter which range they're at, uh, whether it be a guy picking picking orders in a warehouse to, to me top sales guy, they're all the same to me. They're all important. They're all vital for the business. And yeah. uh, I don't want to lose I, any of them. People don't realize how it hard, how hard it is to actually get good stuff. We'll go well, through we've, rigorous... we've, we've, we've talked about interviewing in the past, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah and you've, you've so talked important, about getting a, like... get hundreds of CVs. Most of them don't turn yes, up. Do. Just, you give them a job, they're hopeless. And it's just, yes. Oh, we've, we've, we've been through that. I can imagine it's going to be even more fun trying to pick the bones out of building a team up in three, six months' time if you had to. Yes, So absolutely. if you can keep your team, that'll be all the better. We'll so, keep our team up pretty. So, of course, the furlough scheme sounds like it, it, yes. it's going to help you immensely. Um, yes. I, I mean, is there anything else that you think? Because I know the rates relief will not bore the audience, but that doesn't help you. We've, we've discussed no. that off off off-site beforehand. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's going to be great for certain size and types of businesses. Is there, yeah. is there anything else that you think you would like to see the Chancellor stand up and say, well, we've done that, we'll, we'll keep your workforce, we'll do this. Is there anything else you think that's like a gaping hole? I think uh, some people mightn't like what I'm going to say here, but I think uh, this country gets... Um, uh, 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 people are quick to criticise it on a lot of aspects. But uh, we think we should be actually thankful that we live in a country like this where they're putting all these sort of things in place for a lot of people. Uh, they yeah. do realise the, the problems that uh, normal working people are, are going to face. Uh, we can be crit quick to criticise, you know, things like the benefit system, etc., of like sort of people abusing it, etc. But, you know, we live in a wonderful country, Martin. Um, my daughter lives in Thailand and, uh, you know, basically there, it's just go and fend for yourself, people. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and, and there's lots of other countries like that. It's like, even America, to an extent, really, what the, yeah, some of yeah. the things that they're doing. So, you know, we should be very, very thankful. You know, for my business alone, I'm thankful that the business, that the, the government have put this furlough thing in, in place um, because uh, at least it's helped partly with our cash flow. I think we are going to lose, say, half of our workforce, maybe slightly more. And then uh, and then, soon as soon as we're given the OK, I can hopefully get those guys back to work as quick as possible. Yeah, um, good. But, you know, things like the rates, the rates grants didn't really apply to us. Um, I'm sure that's a great relief for a lot of people, uh, especially shops and retail outlets, things like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think, the, I think the government's doing as best they can. I love the I love the self employment one as well. To be honest, um, what, uh, how, but how how are the staff taking it from a, like a morale perspective? Then, Dave, you said you sat in with a one to one, and yeah, the staff have been absolutely the brilliant. The staff have been brilliant with me because, to be honest, not blowing my own trumpet, I've been brilliant with them. I've been very upfront with them. Uh, most of them have worked for me for a long time. They know the type of person I am. I didn't give them any bull. I just tell them as it is. Um, 
I've got no airs and graces about me. They, you know, I'll not ask them to do any jobs that I'll not do myself. And so they trust me. They trust what I'm telling them. And yeah. uh, they know for the fact I'll do everything in my power to, uh, to, to get them back. Uh, look after them and get them back to work. Do, do you think there's going to be some kind of... Do you think things will change forever? That might sound dramatic, but... You know, we could be sitting in a year time and I say, right, Dave, You mean in life or business? You mean in um, life or business? Well, maybe, maybe both. Do you think... Uh, you know, I, I think mean, it'll think, change in both. Do you think I people will get used to not going to pubs? Or yes. will lead more frugal lives just in case? I, or, I mean, what, I th- what do you think? I think I think the people that have been off for any period of time, and I mean, you know, three months is a long time if anybody's got to be off for three months. It doesn't sound a long time, but I mean, hell, it's like it is a long time. So what people would, what, what the advice I was giving to my guys was you've got to plan your days. Don't just like, for example, think you're going to sit and watch the TV all day and, and, and try and keep away from certain aspects of TV as well. Uh, social media can be an absolute nightmare. Um, yeah. I, personally, myself, it, it became like a drug. I, I came off Facebook a few weeks ago because so did it was I, affecting yeah. me life. It was affecting me health. It was like, I, I, I sort of likened it to smoking when I used to smoke years ago. Um, I woke up one morning and I, and I, and I, I thought, well, this, this smoking lock, is, it's actually affecting me health. So I packed in smoking because I'm a pretty strong, willpowered guy. And I've done the same with Facebook. I became a little bit addicted to it. I spent far too much time on it. And I was, become, I was becoming angry about situations and people on there and the things they used to post about, etc. Well, so I do I thought, know you, Dave. This I is do no know, good. I, I do know you. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I actually, one Sunday night, I just flicked the switch and I says, no, no more. Just, and you know what, man? Just delete the app. I've, never, I've totally haven't missed it. Yeah. I've never well, missed I it this, at all. I, I, I found I other things to do. Uh, I did the yeah. same about three weeks ago. The problem is I've got a lot of clients who that's the primary yes. way they contact me, you see. So. Yeah. So I've had to kind of go back on, but I'm doing it in stages. I'm not. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I don't know how I'm going to strike that balance, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing in the meantime, then, Dave? Are you working on the business at the minute? Are you? I know the business is relatively it grows anyway, but are you using this yes. time to to look at your systems, yeah. look at your structures, or? Um, my son, my son, uh, he, he he's he looks after a lot of the systems, etc. Uh, he, he sort of plans all the marketing, etc. And uh, yeah, he's looking at he's looking at ways to improve the warehousing and uh, and things like that. Um, I've never really been away from work, to be honest. I've, this is the first day I've been not been in the office for about for about three weeks um, because I just wanted to get the staff sorted first and make sure that they were they sort of you know everybody sort of understood the situation and happy. But I'm yeah. sure there'll be, uh, you know, now we've got a bit more sort of spare time, as you should say. Um, we are looking at lots of areas of the business that we can hopefully improve it. What I, what I think we will find is just like in 2008 uh, in the big recession where I had, I was just sort of um, getting the business to a certain level. Um, and I found that the recession took a lot of the... Uh, the weaker companies out of it, uh, right. and and the stronger companies, and what by when I say stronger, I just mean the ones who like sort of um, know what they're doing, who have got the right things in place, who have got the right support, etc. 
uh, in the right areas, they become strong. They become stronger. And in the market that we are in, I mean, our market is uh, it's basically it's it's ruled a bit like by one big company in the UK who has like various depots, and then we're probably the second major major company in the in the marketplace that we're in. So right. I think it'll it'll give us actually actually extra growth once we sort of semi get back to normal. Because so once, you, once, you, once you weather the storm, you, you think it'll come out yes. that much stronger. I, I think we will. I think we yeah. will. And I think the only, uh, I think the only sort of slight worry I've got that we need to be prepared for is uh, bad debt. So yeah. you know, I yeah. think we will get quite a bit of bad debt. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, apart from maybe January, we've got like six companies going to liquidation on with. But the beauty we've got is we don't really have many. Uh, eggs all in one basket. We, right. All our food, uh, you know, it's between hundreds and hundreds of different companies, uh, right. and probably only offer credit terms to about I think it's about thirty percent. Uh, you know, they have to follow a strict criteria, and uh, and we're very sort of uh, on top of credit control. So as long as we can, as long as we don't get hit too much by that, uh, we'll be, we should be fine. Like you know. Um, but uh, another thing people do is that um, they don't do enough uh, credit checks on people. You know, you have to know who you're dealing with. Uh, yeah. In smaller companies, the smaller companies, um, like you just said, they're, they're not on top of the invoice in a lot of the time, these one and two man vans, like really. Uh, and they've got, to, they've got to address that situation as well. And the UK mentality for a lot of people that you give credit to you give them a credit account for 30 days, but they don't expect to pay you to the end of 60 days. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's just getting that mentality and, and thought process across to people. You know, you've offered them that credit facility. Make sure that they stick to it. If I could, uh, if I could push you for one thing, then Dave, just as like a closing, I don't know, I'll say a tip. Have you got a tip for people who are out there? It sounds like you're confident you're going to come out of this. You got a yeah. tip for those who, you know, maybe not taking this as well. Is the stuff that they um, could be doing? You think, or yeah, be positive for a start. Um, I, I'll give you this tip, especially this could this works for so many people. Many years ago, when I was uh, when I was young, uh, I'm not a reader of books, Martin. I do like see autobiographies like Alan Shearer and stuff like that. But I actually was advised to read a book, and it's by a famous author called Dale Carnegie. Oh, it's yes, a famous book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I, just, and anybody, I, 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 did, the, I did the update last year. The, there's an electronic version now, yes. of course, with email. And well, it's, it's an absolute must-read for anybody. Anybody. Because the book basically reflects around positivity and negativity and how people far too many times take the ne negative side whereby if you can approach it on the positive side, you, it makes you feel better for a start and, you, and you're seen better by other people. And it also yeah. helps you handle difficult situations much better and much easier. Yeah. So that's my tip to people. And, uh, and the other thing is, like I said, be, being positive in general and keep off, keep off uh, don't believe everything you see on social media and mainstream media because yeah. they're the devil's people half the time. That's my thoughts anyway. Right, okay, Dave. Thank you very much. That's been. Uh, I hope you don't have to edit this video very much, Martin. I hope it's well, been okay for you and your viewers. Well, well, 
Well, you haven't swore, so we've done all right on that front. <laughs> um, well, you did names not have, to swear. You haven't named any specific politicians or parties. We've managed to dodge that one. You haven't named any competitors or any other businesses. So I, th I, th I yeah. think we've got a clean bill of health. No one's going to sue, good. that's for sure. Good, good, good. Whether it's interesting, I can't guarantee anything. But, uh, oh, I don't know, neither. I don't know I'm, sure, I'm sure some people find it interesting how, what your approach has been and how you've done it. Um, yeah. So th thanks very much, Dave. I really I'm available it. also, Martin, if any of, any of your clients, uh, Robs and Leila, for example, if they ever wanted to ring me for a bit of advice on anything, something I might have said and have thought, Oh, that's a good idea. I wonder how we went about that. You know, right. hit them with my number. I'm easily contactable at uh, DCI and. and well, we'll, uh, put you, we'll, we'll put your website on the on the on yeah, the post. Great. That's okay, Dave. Yeah. Fine. You might regret, you might, you might regret that because you, as you, as you've we'll seen, see. we've, got a, we've got a COVID WhatsApp group where it's very busy. I've actually <laughs> I've actually enjoyed it. Actually, I've enjoyed that's the good. one. It was a great idea. It's been a different kind of fix than Facebook, eh? It, it certainly has. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks very much. I hope uh, you positively wins out, and I hope you see the end of this. I'm sure you will. Take care, mate. Thanks very much, Dave. Appreciate it. Bye bye.